the Better Brew Podcast. Calling all business owners, busy bees, and wannabes. If you're here, you're in the right place. I'm Stephanie Huffman, owner of Bosco, Bailey, a business, and a bursa. Each week, I'll take you behind the barista bar and share with you the recipes for juggling the lattes of life while looking for that perfect blend. Welcome to the best 20 minutes of your week. Now let's get down to business. The Better Brew Podcast was started for people like you and me. We're trying to run a business, a home, and a life. Contrary to what some people might think, it's not easy, and sometimes we're just faking it as we're trying to juggle all of those plates. Our guest this week is just plain fun. She owns two businesses, one which she'll tell us has been helping her get through the COVID. You can guess what that might be. The other one is an elite renovation and remodeling construction company. She's a general contractor who's been remodeling and building homes for 19 years. She runs a team of top tradesmen and works in an industry that is 99% male. She's been married to her husband, Gary, for 29 years and has two grown daughters. Always easygoing and cool as a mint julep. Please help me welcome Lynn Wilkinson. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I cannot tell you how much I've been looking forward to this because this is going to get crazy. If we're being honest, yes, it will. <laughs> Lynn is in the house. And speaking of, you literally have been in my house because you put my house back together after the tornado of 2020. Yes, I was. I was, had the privilege of working in your beautiful home. You were totally amazing because there were so many people who were way worse off than me people who so needed you more than me, and I roll out of bed, 45 minutes later, you're in my driveway with your entire team, and I'm like, this is incredible. I think that's called friends in low places. <laughs> <laughs> so you own a renovation business, but it's so much more than that, right? I'm a general contractor. That is, that is correct. That's part of what I do. I do remodels, renovations, and new construction. Yeah, but you don't just have one business. You actually have two, but we're going to talk about that later. Okay. okay. We're going to get to that. Didn't that TV show, The Property Brothers, didn't they actually reach out to you? They did. Um, they sent me an email looking for general contractors to actually do the work. So The Property Brothers, as you see the TV show part of it, you know, when they come in and swing a hammer every now and then. And, find the houses, but there's actually contractors that come in and get all the work done. And that's what they were looking for was contractors to actually come in and do the work and a little bit too much for, for my company. Plus I've already had jobs set, you know, for months to months in the future. So it was a little bit much for me to, to even attempt to take on. And you don't just do jobs. You do like houses, you know, the big deal kind of high end. You don't just do houses you do houses <laughs> you know what I mean for I mean I've, I tear down houses and build new houses I've built spec houses custom houses but I, I want to quickly clarify something because you don't just do uh grand houses or just historic houses I mean you do any size shape and form right from ground up 
from ground up. Well, that's a subcontractor dream, right? <laughs> yes, it is. And, it, and it's just crazy here in Nashville. The, the market is just insane. Even though we're in the middle of the COVID, you just said that. Busier than I've ever been. And Why? Mostly, mostly with remodels because people are spending so much time in their houses and they're looking around and saying this avocado countertop and gold refrigerator has got to go. Oh my gosh, I grew up with those. They were in my family's kitchens. <laughs> there are still some out there, I can promise you. <laughs> that is so funny. So you're not only renovating and building other people's homes, you then in the middle of that decided to build your own? Well, it's something <laughs> like that. Um, so we were living in the house directly next door to where we live now. And I kept watching this property. It was just a, a total mess. It was falling apart. It's in, we live in a historical neighborhood. So you really are not supposed to come in, just tear down houses. It's a process. Yes. I understand. They prefer you not do that. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they kind of frown on it <laughs> just a little. Um, so I've been eyeballing the house next door. Like I said, it's falling apart. And I contacted the, finally found somebody in the family bought the house and thought, oh, this will be a great spec house, you know, right next door. How much easier can it get? It was, you know, the ideal situation. And then I ended up as the process went on, it was a two year ordeal dealing with historic, getting the pro plans. And um, I decided that I would build it like I wanted because I like to entertain and I wanted a house that flowed well. And so I ended up building it for us to live in. Right. So it couldn't just be a normal house. You had to go get one that would require you to jump through all these incredible hoops and go the extra mile. That must have been a logistical nightmare. Yeah, it, it, it is, um, especially when a house was in the condition that this one was in. I mean, truly termite eaten from the seal plates all the way to the rafters. It, it, you could walk up to the house and, and punch your hand right through the wall. I mean, oh, all the way through the house, it was so bad. And I will add, it was kind of like a Stephen King book. Um, there was no plumbing. Um, <laughs> one light bulb worked. It was, no. and the people were hoarders that lived in this house. Oh, and when I mean hoarders, I mean, hadn't thrown anything away in 15 years, trash included. Oh my gosh, Lynn. It was disgusting. I had to have a hazmat team come in and clean out the house. You've got to be kidding me. I killed 60 rats the first day. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Stephen King. You've got some great stories. Okay, so that was a nightmare. Can you describe maybe a dream home you've done? I know you can't name names and I wouldn't want you to, but can you kind of describe that for me? Oh, um, yes, it is a three-story home, um, like I said, 8,000 square feet. It had, the crazy thing was it only had four bedrooms in it because they wanted so much living space for the family, which oh, kind of okay. made fun because it was just a bunch of open areas. Um, it's, it's fun when it's a family. It can also be a challenge when they're, you know, you're trying to design around children. <laughs> it, it was, it was probably, yeah, it was my dream project. It was, um, there wasn't a lot of budgets per se. So whatever they picked out, didn't have to look at the price tags on it. So that was nice. 
Wow, that really is a dream job. Mm -hmm. It is. Because that's just kind of like point and click. I'd like that, 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 and that. Correct. It was definitely point and click. (laughs) And sometimes I would go click, click, click. I want that one instead of just this one. We need to upgrade. Wow, that's awesome. Was it like Italian marble and all that good stuff? Um, No, it was stuff flown in from Spain. Mm, Yeah, very nice. Well, that project was probably actually a little bit logistically fun, but recently you and I were talking about logistics in the COVID, and you were saying that it's just like out of control. The logistics are so much stuff is made overseas, and getting that stuff here has been a nightmare. A lot of manufacturing plants that's A lot of my stuff comes from trims for showers and sinks and that kind of thing comes from California. There's several Californian companies and they've just shut down. So stuff that we ordered back in February when COVID hit have just, just now starting to come in. Um, A lot of tile drywall is made in China and we know what that, what that's like. I mean, it is, it is taking weeks to get things in where used to, we could have stuff here in seven days and it's, it's just, it's been a logistical nightmare. How do you handle the high end or high maintenance client who's like, I have to know when this is coming in. And you're like, dude, I don't know. I, I mean, truly, I, I can't, you know, I mean, there's absolutely nothing. I, I can't control it. Um, and if I can't control it, there's nothing I can do about it. Do you just like bat your eyes and hand them a glass of wine or beer and say, hey, I like to forward emails from the vendors. <laughs> See, I told you so. It's not me. It's me. (laughs) Um, Uh, You actually have a second business that you own that's in Memphis. And you and I were joking earlier that it uh, has gotten you through the COVID. You want to talk a little bit about that? It's it's still getting me through the COVID. What do you mean? (laughs) Every day it gets me through COVID. (laughs) <laughs> red Rover, Red Rover, right? Yes, and that bottle right over. Um, yes, it's Raleigh Liquors and Wines in Memphis, and my brother actually runs it, um, and he does an incredible job with the liquor store. I really don't have to touch it but once a year, and then when I go to fill my van to bring it home and restock my bar, that's <laughs> really the only Is that your annual touch where you go and load up the van? Or do you actually really do anything with the business? Well, I have to renew the license every year and, you know, the taxes, bookkeeping stuff. But, I mean, he he runs it and does an excellent job. That explains all of the really unique beverages I have seen when I come to your house. It's, It's fun to try new things. My, at some point... At Halloween, you know. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Would be to have somebody, a mixologist come and just take all the stuff that I have and just try to put it together and just make, because I've got some weird stuff, and just come up with some really fun cocktails for a party. I think that's the word for you is fun, because when I hear your name, I start laughing. When we're together, I'm laughing. You're just fun. And let me tell you, your parties, oh my gosh, your parties, I will literally rearrange my schedule to make sure I go to your parties when I'm invited. And when I'm at your parties, oh, and the last one, and the last one you had was Mardi Gras, and you literally had a live New Orleans-style jazz band 
with tuba, trombone, drum, everything. And we all literally followed the band to when the saints go marching in throughout your entire house in like serpentine fashion. It was awesome. But your favorite holiday of the year isn't Christmas. Nope. Mm -mm. Tell me about your biggest party of the year. You know, I mean, minus the trick-or-treating, I feel like it's an adult holiday. You know, to me, there's no stress. There are, there are no expectations. Thanksgiving, Christmas tend to be more formal. You have to be a little bit more well-behaved, you know, for those holidays. And Halloween's just a free-for-all. I mean, you get to put on a costume. You get to be someone else. Let your hair down. I just love it. I absolutely love it. How did you come to be such a Halloween freak? I mean, you're not a freak. You know what I mean. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I love my children, obviously, and love my family. <laughs> but, you know, Christmas with little ones, it can be stressful. I mean, yeah. you know, getting the, the presents and trying to find, oh, I will never forget. I opened the first eBay purchase I ever made was probably 1994, 1995, something around there when my daughter wanted to tickle me Elmo and they were not to be found. And I found one on it. I was just so, and I'm thinking, I look back now and go, it wouldn't have mattered what she had. It would, anything would have been fine, but she told Santa she wanted to tickle me Elmo. And you probably killed yourself to find one, I bet. Ah, yeah, my first eBay purchase. You probably found the last one in Vermont. (laughs) (laughs) It arrived, you know, it arrived. But I think about that and how stressful just with all the families and all that goes on the major holidays. And there's nothing stressful about Halloween. I just, I decided, you know, Mm. everybody's happy at Halloween. No one's disappointed. And, you know, I think you make a really great point there. What you said just there was really key. You've got a lot of stress in your life and a lot of plates to juggle. So for you to pick out a holiday that for you is low stress that actually makes a lot of sense. I think I can, I think I can wrap my arms around that. Mm-hmm. And everybody has fun. You know, it's just, it's a, just a fun time. And I love seeing people happy and enjoying themselves. And mm-hmm. you really do. Do you ever do anything for you to make you happy and enjoy yourself? Uh, a vegetable garden. Um, I do walk every morning and my downtime is beach time. Now, haven't been in quite a while, but I mean, that is my do nothing, sit there with my small little cooler and a book and just, you know, sit in front of the ocean. That is my absolute best relaxation. That's your go-to getaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a special place you go to? Um, down to Howard, down to 30A, mm-hmm. Santa Rosa, Rosemary Beach area mm-hmm. is my favorite. Beautiful, beautiful area. Okay, so you garden. Do you do you like to cook? No. <laughs> and here's the sad part. You know, I build, I, every, every time I do a house, I build it for resale, knowing that, you know, I'll probably sell this house. And um, But cooking is, is really, I, I realize my poor children, I don't know what I really fed them all those years because I've never liked cooking. I hate cooking, actually. <laughs> I, just, I would much rather... You know, design a garage for you, then cook a meal. I just, 
it's not. Oh, she cracked me up. And, and you actually do have children. And they did grow up. They bought their grown and then cooked for themselves. And my younger one is, she cooks so well. I mean, thank goodness for the internet. She's, she cooks very well. She did not get that for me. You and I are in a group of women. And during one of our sessions during the COVID, during one of our virtual Zoom sessions, they decided one time we would say something about people. And the idea was you had to guess who you think you thought it was. It would be some crazy story. And everybody, as we were going through this session saying, here's a crazy thing, who do you think it is? Everybody would always say, Lynn. And you'd be like, no, it's not me. And then finally at the end, the one that no one would have expected, it was like totally you. And it goes like this. So a girl walks into a bar <laughs> to buy her husband, her new husband, a T-shirt from Mickey Mantle's bar in New York. And I ordered the T-shirt. The bartender brings it over, and he said, it'll be $35. I'm like, God almighty, $35. And this was 1992, probably. Like, you've got to be kidding me, $35. And this gentleman, elder, older gentleman next to me, he said, hey, you want me to sign that for you? And I looked at him, I'm like, are you crazy? No, I just paid $35 for this damn t-shirt. I don't want you writing on it. And the bartender cracks up. He's like, hey, he owns the joint. You know, I was like, oh, okay, well, write it really small. <laughs> he, wrote, he signed his name on the t-shirt. The husband still has it. <laughs> but it was Mickey Mantle. You know, of course, I, I'm not a baseball person. <laughs> that totally cracks me up. But there's one thing all of us in the group agree on, and you're just good people. And you arriving on my doorstep the morning of the tornado brought that home. Though we all kid you about being the fun and crazy one, you usually have really great advice. And though you stay in the background, when the chips are down, you usually have the answer. But you don't push it on people. So today I'm going to give you an opportunity to share some of that wisdom. And now it's time for our Better Blend tip. And what I mean by that is something that you can give them that will make their business, their home, or their life better. I think, um, and especially for women, being confident in what you know. I find that being in a male-dominated world, I'm always... Being, play, being made out to be someone that doesn't know what they're talking about. Because 99.9% of the times when I go into a job site, they're all male. The, you know, the plumbers, electricians, the framers, everybody is male. And if there's a problem, I'm usually the last person that they will ask because they just assume that I, I have no knowledge of what's going on. And it's, wow. wow. So I think, I think just being confident in your knowledge. Well, you know, even though we've come a long way in our world, you know, some things just are the way they are. And you've never been one to like have a chip on her shoulder or begrudge that. You're just like water off a duck's back. You don't get irritated. You just roll with the punches. And I think that's why you've been so successful, Lynn. Well, thank you, Stephanie. I think you just have to. You know, I think women in general can can tolerate a whole lot because we we've had to um and i knew getting into this business what i had in store for me because like there's less than 10 percent of the you know construction world is made of women so 
you go into it knowing that you're in a male dominated world and mm-hmm. you have to prove yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, you know, I enjoy it. I love it. I love the challenges. It's, I, I can see me doing it on into retirement. So as long as people keep hiring me, I'll be doing it. Well, girl, I always love spending time with you and I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your crazy schedule to hang out with me today. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. (laughs) Thanks, dear. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Well, I sure hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I did. And if you can't get enough of Better Brew Podcast or me, your host, Stephanie Huffman, hop on over to my Patreon account where we always have something special waiting for our VIP members. And don't forget to follow the Better Brew Podcast on Instagram. And that, my friends, is what's been brewing in my brain this week. Can't wait to hear what's been brewing in yours. See you next week on the Better Brew Podcast. I'm Stephanie Huffman, wishing you not only a fantastic week, but that you'll find a better blend.